0: Okay, what's your what's your name, sir? My name is Abed. Abed. Uh, Abed is my Lyft driver here, and uh, he just said some really kind things to me. Abed's from Afghanistan. He's been here for four years. And will you just uh, share what you shared? So, like, in these four years, uh, I have, like, I'm working with uh, a retirement company, and I'm doing Lyft Uber. So in four years, like, I didn't uh, uh, meet with a person like uh, Ryan and uh, he told me about meditation and I was doing by myself I didn't know how to do practice this one so he told me like a very good methods how to do it and the tricks and thank you so much I'm really appreciated from him thank you Ram absolutely and thank you so much for the wonderful feedback and uh, yeah it was really inspiring to hear you talk about that you had been trying to practice and that you you could already tell that there was something there for you you know that that was beneficial yes you know yes yeah. was yeah, helpful yeah, so yeah. and and to hear that you were trying to share with your friends too that's for oh, sure. that's great we could yeah. all use some more of that you know less stress in in life right now especially with what's going on in the world so that's, yeah that's good to hear and thank, thank you, you so, so much so <laughs> Yo universe hope you all are well hoping very much that your october and early november have been uh if nothing else um illuminating and enlightening and maybe lesson learning what i really hope is that for most folks the last couple months um have been beneficial uh and as manageable as possible in terms of psychological and emotional even physical difficulty i know i know it's been a pretty seems to be a pretty common experience a lot of people talking about this but boy can i relate to the weight and the depth of, of the last couple of months, just in, in terms, like we've talked about before, really being forced to take a hard look at, at oneself and one's life. And whoo, I tell you, I'm a Pisces, which um, for those of you not super up on your astrology, Pisces is a water sign, obviously. And it, it often represents water, thanks to Carl Jung, has been the analogy for the subconscious. So for, you know, visiting the depths, visiting both emotional depths as well as the subconscious. So watery has become synonymous with the emotions, depth of emotions, and the unconscious. Sort of my dreamy nature, I guess, which for the longest time I assumed that I because of the associations with the emotional depths. I assumed that I was good to go as far as awareness of of my emotions and oh yeah, no, I'm I'm an emotional person. I'm I'm in touch with all my emotions, uh, for sure. I know what that's all about. I don't I don't bury any emotions or or deal with any emotions in unhealthy ways. Of course not. Well, of course that turned out not to be the case. Anyhow, I often have have found it not necessarily as averse, um, found myself to be not as aversive to, to dealing in, in these depths um, or, or, you know, contemplation, introspection on my own and really kind of going through and dealing with or looking at or experiencing, you know, I've kind of made a, a, a hobby of that these last few years. However, man, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Didn't really matter how much preparation. I have no idea as far as on the spectrum of, of human beings, what sort of people are experiencing what, you know. I don't know if this is a um, particular, uh, particularly spiritual thing for people that care about and are aware of such things. I don't know if this is like, we're the chosen ones. Um, I have no fucking idea. I don't know, you know, if you're, regular old mon and pa, you know, out in rural America are, uh, are having a deal. I, you know, I doubt it kinda. I think a lot of people are probably, probably fine and don't really feel like things have been all that crazy or dramatically different over the past, you know, five, six years or so, but I do. <laughs> and, uh, and I know a lot of people that have experienced, um, similar things. So yeah, again, I found myself to be a a pretty seasoned um, mind spelunker and uh, someone who very much enjoyed being alone and exploring the depths of mind, whether it be in meditation, whether it be just in general contemplation, whether it be through plant medicines and psychedelics, kind of. All of those, all of those things, and and was no stranger to do, you know, taking hard looks and doing real self inquiry. You know, I'd kind of detached myself from, you know, my egoic, real firm beliefs, firmly planted beliefs and, and stances. Quite a few years ago, you know, I found it just just to be beneficial to kind of unmoor myself, you know, if you will, Uh, mooring being uh, like a, (laughs) like a nautical term, um, having to do with, yeah, a post that's bashed into the ground. Anyhow, sort of ungripping from, from my understandings and beliefs and my stances and being good at, well, not being, I won't say being good at, but being comfortable and familiar with um, asking myself often, am I seeing this correctly? Am I, am I narrating this? Am I labeling this in the best way, you know, for me, the way that's, that's going to benefit me the best, or, or in a fair way, or am I, am I clouded in some way? Am I not seeing something? Am I being biased? You know, um, I've done a lot of study with, uh, with cognitive biases, uh, being a huge fan of Daniel Kahneman's He wrote the book Thinking Fast and Slow and won a Nobel Prize in behavior economics, which he and his partner, Eamon Tversky, basically created. So we can we can get into that a different time. But Kahneman's been a huge, uh, you know, in psychology anyways, um, and behavior, been a huge influence to me and really made me question things. Because turns out us humans ain't so reliable, you know, we're not great at, well, thinking for that <laughs> to be to be broad we're we're not great at at ha- taking a subjective view of things and and seeing it in a in a unbiased way so i've kind of prided myself on and it's not i won't say it's it's a lack of confidence or or it makes one any less capable in, in the everyday i just really think that knowing what I do about the subconscious mind and kind of intuitively understanding what I have about our our experiences and our realities and how we kind of essence everything as we go along I've attuned myself to to taking to taking those uh, approaches to things uh, maybe not in the moment you know uh, probably not very often at all in the moment still perfectly prone to... Conflict and altercation and misunderstanding um, with people, close relationships, etc. However, um, you know, taking a step back and being willing, finding that vulnerability, I think early on in this journey was important. However, <laughs> however aversive the rest of the world was to to my vulnerability, I was definitely tapping into it uh, early on in, in my in my journey in my process and um, and found it to be helpful. Being being not so sure of everything, you know, and really being open to, you know, to calming down and taking some time and really asking myself now, was this really how I experienced it? Um, For those of you that don't know, um, you know, memory is an extremely, (laughs) extremely unreliable uh, uh, source for accuracy. Um, They even find this to be true in court. Uh, We are not great at at having an accurate memory which is you know which is crazy to think about because we swear you know we can we have images we have this whole experiential uh, log if you will of experiences and when we come to find out like yeah it wasn't exactly like that it's like oh wait how how was that how could that even be right like we swear up and down um, but that just shows you uh, again how sort of not objective and not, you know, that we are creating this as we go. And that it is kind of just a a puff of a cloud in, in the scheme of things as far as solidarity. Memory isn't stored in our brain per se. It's not something uh, you can go and access as this file that is never changing or this you know this reliable asset it is extremely subject to to change and to to be altered given experiences so always good to have those uh I I find that it's been good to have sort of an inquiring mind as as far as what what was and what wasn't and and you know since being a little kid or Adolescent, like we know, uh, we do and say stupid things when we're angry, and it, sometimes those things seem perfectly rational at the time, so that should tell us something, right? Or sad, or, or mad, or, or have our feelings hurt, and we do and say things that, fucking A right, feel perfectly justified and rational in the moment, and then not very many moments later, looking back, uh, we, can, we can tend to be pretty embarrassed by some of the things we've done, so I think... That's, a, that's been a good tool to have, and especially, you know, especially recently through these experiences. So, last couple of months been a little rough, and probably for a purpose, I would surmise. I've found myself sort of leaping ahead of where I was and, and where a lot of the people I find myself around are in terms of perspective and uh, emotional awareness uh, emotional and uh, intelligence and um, sort of the ability to observe oneself um, from a place of non-judgment and not not so much liable to be yanked around by emotions and and toxic habits or or reactions aversions stuff like that so it's been really good and definitely stuff that needed to happen you know um kind of the last things to squeak out there were were a bunch of guilt and shame that i had really tucked away deep that i didn't think you know existed that you know after a uh, a week or so of, of having a really, really eventless kind of boring, uh, existence and just solitude, it, uh, it became very apparent in my dreams, you know, that's another big thing, I've, I've been dreaming like a m- madman, it's been insane, um, so, sleeping a lot, you know, your basic, like, depression, uh, yeah, depression sort of, uh, sleeping patterns and symptoms, which, you know, I'm highly aware of and, and aware of my states, which, you know, I've been extremely equanimous when it comes to like my outward, um, mood and, um, even, even my experience looking back, I didn't, I didn't feel, uh, all that sad or, or or down at all, but just like a general kind of bummed, um, you know, I can't, uh, can't really overstate how, dramatically different, um, you know, my life's been since, uh, middle of August, since losing my van, um, and kind of just being stuck, you know, um, I have all the things that I need, you know, I have money for food, uh, (laughs) plenty of food, trust me, um, probably put on 15 pounds or so at least, um, you know, I've got, um, support. I've got, uh, you know, friends and family, I've got gadgets, gizmos, laptops, um, recording equipment, you know, I've got all my spirit things, I've got books, I've got crystals, I've got, um, tarot cards and, and, uh, oracle cards, and God damn it, I've even got a little Japanese water feature in my room that I'm staring at right now, so, um, it's not for lack of, like, uh, you know. Or being in an unhealthy place, or, or, um, you know, being on the street with not, you know what I mean? No, like I've had plenty of uh, accoutrements, and, um, and I can't can't really be more grateful for for uh, the position I've landed in. However, um, what I've kind of prided myself on, at least the last shit, I don't even know how long, forever is uh, is my freedom. Is my ability to get up and go do, um, and and having having this thing having this hobby slash um, resource slash uh, commodity, you know, being my van. It was uh, it was rad, man, and I I loved it and I miss it and I'm I'm super bummed out about it. I got so nerded out into all things camper van and four diesels and suspension and you know I fucking did everything myself the thing in the uh 7 years that I had it the thing never went into a repair shop once and had plenty of had plenty of uh things that needed repairing you know it had like 420,000 miles on it um but I did everything myself suspension upgrades motor upgrades and turn the van into a camper that, you know, still allowed me to carry all my tools that I needed and yeah, it was fucking rad. So, um it's been a huge shock. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I feel like kind of a baby still talking about it. But uh, but it was a huge huge deal. Parked me on my butt and uh and it's been tough to kind of like scoop myself, uh, you know, kind of forward and, and towards uh something new because I'm 34 years old. I've got plenty of experience and, and, um, you know, plenty of qualifications. However, I don't have a fucking vehicle. Um, I don't live in a major city where I can bicycle or transit around town. Um, I'm like 40 miles out into the fucking country. And, you know, these days with COVID and such, there's not, uh, there's not a line of people volunteering to come cart you around, or loan you their vehicles, or, you know, um, anything like that, so, uh, you know, lucky enough that the folks are, uh, mom anyways, um, pretty much just been me and moms hanging around the house, which is uh, ironic, and, you know, of course, of course that would be the circumstance, but, um, you know, I know that uh, she's been really happy to have me around, and I've been a positive influence, uh, on her since, uh, being back around, uh, kind of having gained a little wisdom and such. So, um, it's been good. However, I do feel, you know, kind of bummed out. I feel stuck. Um, I don't feel motivated to do much around, uh, around here, around, uh, um, my folks property. I, I very much have this, uh, never subsiding urge to, to flee and to go and to see and do and, um, all the things I had grand plans of, of getting to national parks this year and going to, um, some spiritual sites and, and all the things. So it's been, um, like go figure, you know, um, the universe wanted me to sit my ass down and do this, this real in- introspective work and, 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 stop running um had an awesome uh conversation with, a, with someone i consider a friend now her name is amy spicer and she is a she's a special kind of uh energy worker and intuitive and um first thing she said when we started chatting the other day was um that i'm a runner and um and that's that's always been the case i guess um Yeah. And it's true. You know, I've, I've kind of just hopped from thing to thing, from job to job, um, experience to experience with the goal, not to run away from anything per se, but to, you know, kind of experience as much as possible. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to lie. It, uh, it allowed me to never have to establish any long-term relationships or, or, um, really, you know, be, have to like work through any discomfort or anything, you know, I was kind of, and I don't mean necessarily romantically, although that was definitely the case a couple times. However, um, you know, mostly I can think of it with, uh, professional circumstances and, and friendships and stuff. Um, I just, you know, I learned, you know, very early that I don't, uh, it's easier just to say, fuck it, and just, (laughs) you know, say, I'm, I'm good, you know, without this, the whole, uh, may the, may the flames of my burning bridges light my way, or whatever, um, you know, just, I'm not gonna take time dealing with, with this, and, and repairing this, or, or, uh, yeah, you get it, um, so, that's, that's definitely been my M.O., uh, for, for quite a while. And, uh, it's funny, you know, um, I had mentioned that the universe had kind of tried to get me to, to, to sit down and do this, um, was sending me signs, uh, basically all year. Um, there was three, maybe four occasions just this year in which something weird went wrong with my van. So some sort of, like, repair, some sort of malfunction that was kind of odd, that didn't seem to, you know, have uh, real precedence or seem to be something that should have, and, and that took a remarkably long time to figure out or to get going. There were very easy fixes, but for some fucking reason, I ended up being stuck for, like, a week the first time, then, like, over a week the second time, and then fucking, my van broke down on some weird shit in San Francisco when I was there in the summertime, and I was literally stuck in the same parking lot, taking the bus back and forth from where I was living, for a month, (laughs) luckily the apartment, or the, uh, excuse me, the parking lot people were cool, but, uh, yeah, it was, (laughs) um, kind of, um, no explanation, but, uh, but alas, you know, I guess, I was supposed to be taking that as a sign to cool my jets and chill out and pop a squat. And I don't know, man. I don't know why or if the universe would want me to, you know, lose my van. Other than um, there's been a lot of uh, messages about um, not, uh, not identifying ourselves with anything outside of us. Um, not by what we have or what we do or anything like that, which you know I totally you know, resonate with and and understand the significance of and the importance of you know um, even the way we like introduce ourselves, like um, the way I like made my business cards and the way I'm thinking about like creating my website or my Instagram and saying like I'm Ryan, I do this 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 and this, or I am. This type of person, you know, all these little labels to like box ourselves in, you know, like, fuck, you could fill up a whole page full of boxes and labels, right? If, if you had your way, if you wanted people to truly understand who you think you are, It'd be fucking endless. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, I'm the toe stubbing fucking, um, you know, liquid spilling mouth burning with food uh, goofy, you know, uh, farting, you know what I mean? Like, like really when it comes down to it, we're all extremely human and, and so multidynamic and multidimensional. Yeah. So I, I do understand, uh, to, a you know, to a great degree, what value that has. Um, however, I'm still fucking pissed off about my van is the fucking point you guys. So, um and the cops just stole it, you know, and they stole it because they said that uh, that I was driving, you know, that I had a suspended license for something dumb, what's crazy is they didn't even give me the opportunity to, like, make this correction, they weren't like, oh, but if you do that, you know, there was no actual built-in sort of, like, effort to, to get me into compliance, right, which is always, like, the the front, like, oh, well, we just need you to have this thing, and then, you know, that's it, we just need you to be, you know, uh, not breaking the law, you know, following the law, and that's what we really want, is just to help everyone out, that's what it is, it's like, not this time, you guys, not fucking this time, this time you wanted money, and although I came up with a whole bunch, it wasn't enough, and so I took that as another omen, another sign, but, uh, I'm still fucking bitter about it, and pissed off, so, that's what's been bumming me out, um, you know, just not, and I don't know, truly, if that's, like, uh, how much of that is all, so, here's a big, big one for you guys, uh, intrinsic and extrinsic motivations, okay, uh, intrinsic motivations are, I want to do this because I want to, because it's, It's my drive. It's my goal. And you can only call it that if you can say that and then look around and not actually care what anyone else fucking, you know, what value it has in, in your cultural, you know, view, makeup, you know, the way people see or think about you, whatever. Extrinsic would be the exact opposite would be. I want to do this because it'll make me look cool because I'll have status, because I'll get all the babes, because blah, 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 I'll get respect, people will think I'm neat, etc., and it's, it's very, very, well, it can become very, very difficult to, to truly see that, believe it or not, we build these, like, boundaries, it's like, well, it seems perfectly rational to want a nicer car, or a nicer house, you know, as a, as a, quote-unquote, family man, you know, um, However, you can see how that can quickly become masked, uh, you know, extrinsic um, as far as, you know, like I want to reach this goal, this point so that I appear to be such and such, insert your thing here. So, um, it's tricky, it's tricky and this is where this man, I'm telling you, telling you, this is where this contemplative practice kind of shit really comes in handy for, um, kind of decompartmentalizing our brains and our minds. I won't say brain very often because that's just the cool looking pile of meat in your, in your old noggin there. Um, you know, mind is the thing that we access. Uh, it's the, it's the whole experience. So in in, in our minds, we can, we can create these dividers and folders and boundaries and barriers and et cetera, these, uh, you know, caution tape areas that, uh, that, you know, we, we do kind of set things apart in. And so having that ability to, to inquire and say, is this totally intrinsic or is this extrinsic? Um, that's one thing I've had to do about my van. Um, you know, was it an extrinsic value or extrinsic need or desire to have? And, I spent so much fucking time, you guys, alone in it, <laughs> and not impressing anyone, and not, like, posting photos of it, or, like, bragging about you know what I mean, like, I'm pretty goddamn sure it was just, like, my little sanctuary, my little temple, and I dug it because it was on wheels, um, I can't tell you how many fucking hours of meditation I did in there, and, uh, you know, I really think that's, I really think it was, you know, authentic, intrinsic, um, desire to have that. And it was a conscious choice to not, uh, you know, to kind of do the monk thing and be a nomad and say, ta-ta society. Um, you know, I, I'm going to take a break from this because it seems like bullshit to me. seems like bullshit. And I could have, you know, just as easily got a you know, I've always made great money. When I'm in the San Francisco Bay area, I <laughs> I, I make like 60 something dollars an hour. You know, I could have easily uh, picked up an apartment and done the whole thing. Um, but what I found was that I kept sabotaging myself also. I would find reasons. So that's more of that unconscious, right? Um, I kept finding ways to, you know, find a new job, bunch of promise, really excited about it. And then you know, a month or two in, I would, I would myself, con, you know, aware of what I was doing, um, kind of sabotage it and, and then, you know, kind of act out that thing. And so it wasn't that I didn't want to be successful. It was that I was trying to tell myself something. I had some clogged up unconscious shit, like we talked about, um, you know, beliefs or understandings or otherwise, or I had other work, that I should be doing, you know, that's kind of how we do that to ourselves too. Um, it would seem so, um, yeah, I made that choice back in 2017, um, after things kind of fell apart for me, um, lost, you know, my business or, you know, what I had to help, you know, support my business, all the equipment and, uh, you know, all kind of the tangible things that I had saved tens of thousands of dollars to, to purchase, lost all that, um, lost my house downtown, lost jobs, clients, um, you know, and basically melted into a puddle, uh, because of the, um, emotional challenge of potentially losing my daughter. And I got to admit, I did not rise to that occasion at all. Um, I, I was met with a challenge that, to me, should have been easily overcome, because the truth was, I didn't, there was no reason to take my kid away, um, factually or otherwise, um, and I just didn't, I really didn't rise to that occasion, I, I very much broke down emotionally, and um, didn't have the legs to stand on, and then because of my pride and, and, you know, kind of punk rock self, you know, I said, fuck this, I'm not going to meet these standards that you're putting out for me here that were never deserved, and, you know what I mean, that I've, I'm not going to prove, you know, that I wasn't a bad dad when I wasn't a bad dad, like, so no, fuck you, basically, Um, and that didn't go over so well, so (laughs) that's more of the you know, guilt and shame that I'm dealing with now that fuck man, like I really, you know, no, I didn't fucking deserve it. No, my kid didn't fucking deserve it. Yes. I would have just been playing this game, a part of this fucked bullshit, completely immoral. I mean, (laughs) unbelievably horrible system that we have where, you know, moms and dads, you know, go have pissing matches with money and lawyers in courts and pretend it's all about their kids. And it never is. Never once. <laughs> so yeah, it's all a big ego thing. And it's whoever has more money wins. And, or whoever has, you know, less dirt or, you know, whatever the case may be. And uh, it's, it's a pile of dog shit. It's, it's the worst fucking thing I could ever imagine. And with a bold face, uh, the judge and the, people, uh, the lawyers and and the people uh, um involved, you know. The parents sit there and say that this is for my child's well being. We're just looking out for the child best interest of the child. It's like <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. It's the biggest grog shit I've ever heard. So um yeah man. Um been digging through a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the bullshit, and it's been good, it feels good, I've definitely put on 15 pounds, don't even feel bad about it, got a nice gut going, totally chill with that, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready, I'm all, I'm all ready to, uh, get going somewhere here, just, uh, you know, waiting for that, uh, opportunity door to open, and, um, trying to keep my eyes peeled, to, to see it and step through it, um, when it does, um, been doing lots of reading, lots of reading, been staying the fuck off of, um, the internet for the most part, uh, been, been helping some people, I think, um, with some, you know, only when solicited, but, uh, with some advice and, and things that I've found to, uh, to be helpful, um, along this journey, uh, a lot of people struggling and, and, you know, Um, having a tough time, as I have, uh, these past couple years, and, uh, so, it's, it's nice to be able to offer, um, you know, some, some words of encouragement, or, or, uh, you know, some, some higher perspective understandings of things, um, makes me feel really good, um, to help people out in, in that manner, um, and, yeah, but I've been staying the fuck away from the TV, although, My mom's got the goddamn news going twenty four seven, so it's it's tough to avoid, so I do uh I do know that there was an election. I did vote in it, and uh I'll have you guys know that I live in California and I know how the electoral college works. I've been politically active for most of my adult life and you guys can all fuck yourselves. I voted for Kanye because I was already pre represented. So before anyone gives me any shit about that, no wrong. Nope. Wouldn't have. Nope. Didn't. But I will tell you, um, yeah, I, I voted, uh, yeah, voted for all the things in California, such as the, oh yeah. The second time we voted to, uh, to get rid of cash bail. So yeah, that's right. Second time. First time, guess what? We voted to get rid of it somehow we didn't get rid of it. So here we are voting again. Guess what didn't pass? Silly, huh? Pretty fucking pathetic. So, another part of the system that's complete and utter dog shit that allows uh, you know, district attorneys to hang people out to dry, giving them even if they're completely fucking innocent, giving them zero zero option but to take a deal, but to admit to crimes they didn't fucking commit just to get out of jail and get on with their lives. District attorneys, even for fucking misdemeanors, will jail people because they have the fucking capacity for months and months and months and months. They will put them off. They will have them come to court. They will say, oh, we're not ready. You know what I mean? And, and while these people, especially those of marginalized communities, don't have the means to bail themselves out for fucking, you know, Two to five thousand dollars of just pissing away that money, not buying a car for two to five thousand dollars, not like saving for college or like you know paying bills or no, just pissing it the fuck away to a bail bondsman, never getting it back, just to be out of jail while you fight your fucking bullshit case against you because you've been accused. Now, I know there's a saying that says "innocent until proven guilty," but that's utter bullshit. Because you can be accused and jailed, kept in jail, on the, on the uh, you know, on the basis that you might be a quote-unquote flight risk as a, you know, as a, well, just as a poor, you know, as a, as a, uh, someone of color or someone from, you know, uh, limited means uh, community and family, you know, yeah, you might be a fucking flight risk, my ass. It's uh it's a fucking joke and bail bondsmen are the scum of the earth and yeah they don't even have to have the money they just have insurance just like you know big uh car insurance you know you go to your local car insurance guy they're covered by this big blanket insurance company that's like blah 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 fire and fucking you know whatever company and uh none of them ever have to even have the money they just get to take your money and pretend to have the money kind of like banks Let's not get too far into this, but uh, I want you to think about this. Banks can loan up to 10 times against a given amount, okay? So they can have a given amount, and only even though they only have this given amount, they can loan up to 10 times that amount out, okay? They can loan that money out as if they're actually loaning out money, but it's just pretend money to you, okay? So they can quote-unquote loan that money out even though there is no money that they're loaning out, okay? They can loan it out to you in the form of pretend money. So it's just numbers on a screen into your bank account, numbers from their screen from their bank account into your screen, your bank account. And you can eventually pull it out, the paper money, you know what I mean? Um, but it was never real in the first, I mean, it was created out of nothing because they were able to loan 10, t- you know, they were able to create 10 times the money that they actually ever had, right? And and the money they had, they were actually borrowing anyways. So of all this pretend money, they can loan it to you at interest and you pay them back with real money that you actually make for working. Okay. It's about as tangible as, as value or an asset can get. You pay them back with real money, giving them real money when they didn't have any real money. They just loaned you this pretend money. And if you don't pay them back that real money, they can actually take your actual assets. Vehicles, homes, you know, things of actual tangible wealth, tangible value. So that's a scam. Credit's a scam. That's all made up bullshit that the banks, you know what I mean? Come on, you guys. Like, this is bullshit. This is, uh, you know, you go and buy a house. You're like, oh, we we, we were approved for a $500,000 loan. We want this $500,000 house. It's this big celebration. Oh, the bank, oh, Yeah we got you. We're going to give this other bank that we're going to send all those digits over to this other bank. There's all this paperwork, but never will you see a bank show up to someone with $500,000 bills and say, here's your $500,000 for this loan, for this house that you wanted. And you say, thank you. I may now purchase this, this home with these, nobody ever had the $500,000, right? but you're sure as hell going to pay them back that $500,000 for the next 30 years of your life. All they did was pretend to have it, transfer it, pretend transfer it to another bank, and then let you, you know, allow you to rent the house, essentially, right? You can say you own it if you want, but you haven't paid it off, and you're paying monthly payments on it, so you actually don't own shit, right? If you stop making those monthly payments, they'll just take it back. You're renting the house. Let's not get it twisted. And then after 30 years, if you... Yeah, then it's yours. Then it's yours. Right? Unless you don't pay the property taxes on it, etc. This is a scam, people. It's all a fucking scam. Anyways, way to get way off track, Ryan. Anyhow, I voted uh, against cash bail. I voted voted with the uh, Lyft and Uber drivers um, because the state was trying to scam them, too, by you know, saying that, oh, they wanted to be employees, they, they were getting screwed out of employee benefits, well, that's not true at all, that's, that was complete and utter bullshit, uh, they weren't getting screwed out of employee benefits, and none of them wanted to be employees, because when you're employees, you can't work this, you know, ungodly amount of hours in three days, and have, you know, these side gig jobs, the whole reason it was a gig job was because they weren't employees, none of them wanted to be fucking employees, right, I mean, None of them wanted fucking... Because guess what? <laughs> Just because you're an employee of a company doesn't mean you're guaranteed any kind of benefits. Everyone should know that by now. You're not. And 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 almost, I'd say, the vast majority of of employment is, is given no benefits whatsoever. Not even paid holidays or anything. So, no, they weren't insured that if they were employees. Um, and they still could un- unionize if they wanted to, but what it was really about... Was that when you are an independent contractor and you file a 1099 tax form, okay? You are the one telling the IRS what you made and you're the one deciding what to pay them, as opposed to, and the state, and excuse me, the state too, and especially the uh, state uh, franchise tax board, as opposed to an employee, which has their taxes automatically deducted out of every single paycheck, right? So the 1099 employee has far more freedom and they always pay less tax because it's not per the hour. It's per the quarter or, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no actual like broken down proof of when, when and how you made this money. It's, it's taxed on the lump sum, not on the hours. So that was another fucking quick one by the state to fucking screw these companies and these people out of tax money. Not to help people and their employee rights. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. People are fucking scam artists. Ay ay ay. All right, let's get back on topic. I've got some things written down here. Um, I wrote check in. What's been going on? So I guess uh, that's been the first forty some odd minutes of this fucking show. That's great. And on that note, folks, why don't we just uh, go ahead and call this done stick a fork in her um because it was one of many i began over criticizing over scrutinizing overthinking and uh chose not to chose not to release for the past you know two and a half months um but it's got some stuff in there maybe someone will appreciate it otherwise i've got many many other things to talk about and Really, I think this is just a honing in of ideas and an organization. I'm trying to, like, strike a balance. You know, it's a very wobbly balance, but it's uh, it's a balance, nevertheless, between giving folks an idea of who the fuck I am, if you don't already know or think you know what my life experience is about, what kind of context, you know, what kind of perspective is this from, etc., as well as sharing insights, information, things that I think are valuable that I've learned and experienced both along my path in the, in the broader sense here more recently this year, especially, you know, these last four or five months, which have proven, you know, to just be the heaviest and the thickest and still very much of a um, introspective and healing nature as far as the energy went. It's It's interesting how all of that works. You know, they say that you can look back all you want and pretend like, oh, if I just would have done this, or if I just would have done that, or if I could have. But, you know, it's kind of, like, been accepted that this shit's already, like, written into the stars, man. That you're kind of just playing out something that's... You've only got so many paths to take, and things happen as fucking horribly... Uh, obnoxious and cliche it is, things do happen for a reason I know, I fucking I know, I hate it too but they do, all those women were right they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about but they were right, so anyhow these last couple months weren't the time for me to to be posting podcast episodes because I was supposed to be getting to work and being um, diligent in my inside work and my meditation practice and sitting on my ass by myself right? That's why my van got taken. That's why COVID, you know, you, it gave me time and reason to reflect in ways that I had never before, um, for me to get super serious about, uh, my meditation practice, which I, I remain most of the time. However, you know, it's tough when things are going and you're busy to sit for, you know, a two hour meditation session or a couple times a day for an hour. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, I just, I see it all as kind of grist for the mill and, I'm going to I'm choosing to see it all as an opportunity for me to handle my shit so that I can get back into life and exploring and adventuring and sharing with you guys and um and not be so sporadic and um questioning and second guessing myself. So, appreciate your patience if anyone listens to this. I'm just going to fucking release it cuz it's <laughs> it's the one that's the least uh, in shambles and uh, got another another couple of short ones coming at you direct manner of delivery i hope you guys are having a good first of the new year i hope you guys had a good christmas or you just gave the fuck up on christmas because it's all bullshit and jesus wasn't really born on the 25th (laughs) and it's all for selling things i don't know it's up to you guys obviously no judgment my daughter had a great christmas i had a good christmas so hope you guys are well and hey we fucking made it right 2021 woo I think it's only going to get more weird. We'll see. Have a good one, guys.
1: How about a positive LSD story? Wouldn't that be newsworthy just once? To base your decision on information rather than scare tactics and superstitions and lies? Just once. I think it would be newsworthy. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. You've been fantastic, and I hope you enjoyed it. There is a point. Is there a point to all this? Let's find a point. Is there a point to my act? I would say there is. (laughs) I have to. (laughs) The world is like a ride at an amusement park. And when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. And the ride goes up and down and round and round. It has thrills and chills, and it's very brightly colored, and it's very loud, and it's fun for a while. Some people have been on the ride, for a long time, and they begin to question: Is this real, or is this just a ride? And other people have remembered, and they come back to us, and they say, "Hey, don't worry, don't be afraid ever, because this is just a ride." And we kill those people. <laughs> <laughs> Shut, Shut him up. <laughs> we have a lot invested in this ride. Shut him up. Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account and my family. This is, has to be. Real. Ride. But we always kill those good guys who try and tell us that. You ever notice that? And let the demons run amok. But it doesn't matter because it's just a ride. And we can change it any time we want. It's only a choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. A choice right now. Between fear and love. The eyes of fear want you to put bigger locks on your door, buy guns. Close yourself off the eyes of love. Instead, see all of us as one. Here's what we can do to change the world right now to a better ride. Take all that money we spend on weapons and defense each year and instead spend it feeding, clothing, and educating the poor of the world, which it would many times over. Not one human being excluded, and we can explore space together, both inner and outer, forever in peace. Thank you very much. You've been great. I hope you enjoy it. London, you're fantastic. Thank you.